Hello. 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 And welcome to Pioneer's Post podcast. Social enterprise stories and conversations from across the world. <laughs> welcome to the latest edition of the Pioneer's Post podcast, which this week reports live from Addis Ababa, Ethiopia, at the 2019 Social Enterprise World Forum. This is Tim West, feeling slightly breathless, both with the energy and excitement of the event, but also as I adjust to the altitude in Addis, which happens to be the world's third highest capital city at 2,400 metres above sea level. This week, 1,200 delegates from 70 different countries are also taking deep breaths and attempting to oxygenate a future where doing business differently, in other words, doing social business, can provide some answers to some of the big issues that the world is grappling with, from inequality to climate change. This is the 12th Social Enterprise World Forum since the event was launched in Edinburgh, Scotland, back in 2008, and each year the baton is passed to a new city. This is the first time the event has visited Ethiopia, an emerging and fast-growing economy whose Prime Minister just days ago was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize. As the event was just getting underway, I joined a reception at the British Ambassador's residence for some of the UK delegation and spoke to a long-standing social enterprise champion, Baroness Glenys Thornton, to the Ambassador, Dr Alistair MacPhail, and to some UK-based social entrepreneurs to get a sense of what they hope to achieve during the week. The next day, I caught up with Lord Victor Adebowale, Chair of Social Enterprise UK, who had a reality check for all the delegates about the need to build the social enterprise brand, economic credibility and cross-party political support. I began, though, by speaking to Peter Brown, Director of the British Council in Ethiopia, whose team has been busy organising the event. Tim, thank you. Well, I mean, what I hope the Social Enterprise World Forum will achieve is a lasting legacy or build the momentum of social enterprise movement in Ethiopia, on the African continent and beyond. I think we will be able to do that. We have delegates from 70 countries. We have a massive range and variety of expertise. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be great for networking and learning. And it will build a legacy in Ethiopia, the African continent and beyond. Fantastic, thank you. Baroness Glenys Thornton, in a, in a rare break from uh, the Brexit land, um, you've managed to escape to Ethiopia. A few words from you on uh, what you hope is going to happen here, what you hope it's going to achieve. Well, I always feel when I come to places like Ethiopia that two things. One is that we might be able to be part of what's happening in this country, the fantastic growth of social enterprises. And secondly, we will take home with us new learning, new experiences, and new relationships. And that is always worthwhile. Speaking to Dr. Alistair MacPhail, who is the British ambassador in Ethiopia. Uh, Dr. MacPhail, would you just give us 10 seconds on why this is a special thing for you in Ethiopia? Well, it's a special thing at an interesting time. Ethiopia is going through huge reforms and has been for the last 18 months since Prime Minister Abiy came to power. Uh, it's been quite a gallop. Um, it has been unsettling to everyone, but it is exciting, it is interesting. And if he succeeds, then it doesn't just lift Ethiopia, it lifts the region. Social enterprise it focuses on economies of uh, inclusion and social impact 
and this is the ideal sort of environment to be able to work uh, in that area. So I'm excited about welcoming the delegates here. Uh, I know that they're doing fantastic work and there are huge opportunities to build the, not only the economy of Ethiopia, but of the region and the continent. Perfect, thank you. So, could you tell me, who are you? What organization you're from, please? I'm Saido Jadi, I'm director of Black Southwest Network. Great to meet you. Now, what does the Black Southwest Network do? Uh, Black Southwest Network is a race equality organization uh, working with policymakers, decision makers to address racial inequality. Uh, lately, we've been working around economic growth and really beginning to understand how do you deliver inclusive, sustainable economic growth by building capacity within communities, organizations, um, so that they're part of that growth in Bristol. And, and why is social enterprise relevant to you? I think social enterprise is key, uh, especially for organizations, social purpose organizations. What it does is it delivers significant impact, uh, but it's also based within communities. So they have knowledge, they have understanding, it's not for profit. Um, so in terms of addressing the bigger objectives that we're looking for in relation to inequality, then I feel social enterprise can be a really powerful vehicle to address that. Okay, so tell me what you hope to achieve here at the Social Enterprise World Forum in Ethiopia. I think it's just learning and meeting other people. Uh, that's what I'm looking forward to, connecting, learning, um, yeah, and taking something back to Bristol. Hi, I'm Jen Bourne and I am the CEO of Solutions for the Planet based in the UK. And what does Solutions for the Planet do? So our main program is called the Big Ideas Program and it's a sustainability focused enterprise program delivered in secondary schools across the country in partnership with corporate organisations. Brilliant. So you are here at the evening reception to open the Social Enterprise World Forum. Um, tell me first impressions, um, what are you here for? Have you been to Ethiopia before? Give, give, give me 10 seconds on what you think. I've never been to Ethiopia before. I've spent the day traveling a bit around Addis Ababa and into the Intoto Mountains, which have been fantastic. It's great to be here. I'm here to network, to collaborate, to meet other social enterprises, particularly in the education field where we're at, um, and really, yeah, make connections across the, across the world. It's a fantastic opportunity, and I'm really honored to be here and be part of the British Council. Um, cohort here. And what's the biggest thing that you need to achieve in the next year in your organisation? I think for us um, we are really good at um, nurturing young people's creativity, their ideas and creating a space for them to um, really shine and bring those ideas to the fore. What we really need to look at now is how we can, the, the next step after that. So once young people have their ideas, um, they've almost got that, that sort of um, chrysalis or the, the seed of the idea. How can we sort of incubate that, support them to become sort of the social entrepreneurs of the future? They've, they've got all the creativity, they've got the ideas, they take risks. How can we take that next step in terms of supporting them? And I've already heard some really great um, ideas from different organisations based here. So, yeah, really excited. Okay, brilliant. Thank you. Hi, I'm Jess. I'm the founder and CEO of My Grateful. And I'm Federico, and I'm here to support Jess. Okay, so tell us what My Grateful does. So My Grateful is a social enterprise 
which trains refugees, asylum seekers and vulnerable migrants who arrive in the UK to become professional cookery class teachers. So we currently have 30 different nationalities uh, all teaching their cuisine, so it's a way to get uh, them into work, speaking English, meeting people. Um, it's an opportunity to really celebrate their culture and their food. Uh, and yeah, that's what we do. And how do you operate as a business? Uh, so it's £38 per ticket. Uh, we have 12 people per cookery class and we're running eight cookery classes a week in London. So 75% of our income comes from cookery class sales. Brilliant. So a kind of proper sustainable business. And how long is it taking to build it up? So I founded it two and a half years ago. Um, at the beginning, we were doing one cookery class every six weeks. Um, I invited a very nice Iranian woman round to my house to teach my friends. Everyone loved it. She had an incredible time. Um, and yeah, now we're running eight classes a week. We've run over 400 cookery classes with 4,000 participants. And how did you get involved in, in My Grateful? Well, I was present at the very beginning. Uh, My Grateful uh, started from ideas from uh, a group of women who were not allowed to work and uh, just was uh, facilitating a session where uh, they, they came out with ideas of what they could, how they could contribute, how they could use their skills to uh, create new opportunities. And that's how uh, Jess, with her skills and knowledge, started to build the app. Great. And what, what are you hoping to gain from your time here in Ethiopia? Uh, well, I, get, I want to get very inspired by other people from uh, various countries that are present here. To, because uh, we are um, like part of a, a network of different enterprises and I want uh, with my work in refugee youth, I work in refugee youth charity, I want to support the young people to create their uh, own uh, social enterprise. Fantastic. And now you tell us what you want to achieve. Um, well, I was very excited to receive the invitation from the British Council to pay for me to come out here. Um, not only is Ethiopia an incredible place to visit, but also the chance to meet with lots of different people from around the world. Um, and you can feel quite lonely running a social enterprise in the UK because people often don't understand it. Um, and so it's just really nice to be around people that have got a similar mission. And there's a lot of challenges and a, sort of to be able to discuss that together and come up with solutions together. And how do you think it works coming to a developing country like Ethiopia, you know, how do you how do you connect with people who are in a completely different situation from those, you know, who you are who you, who are back home? So, in terms of like the people attending the forum, or just generally, um, I mean, I guess it's it's a very different economic climate here with very different challenges and probably actually much more extreme challenges. So, when we talk about poverty in Ethiopia, it's on a very different level to poverty in England. Um, so I guess you know we're here to learn about that and also be sensitive and aware of the fact that we are Westerners coming to Ethiopia and maybe our views aren't always the right views and actually using this opportunity to learn from them, the people that live in this country. Well said. Okay. Thank you very much. My, my name is Victor Adibowali. I'm the chair of um, Social Enterprise UK and the chief executive of Turning Point and the founding chair of Collaborate. If you can just summarise for me those 
key messages that you wanted people to hear about how we, as a movement or whatever we are, should take responsibility for our own future? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Sorry. So... I think we need to. We do need to take responsibility for our, for our own future, and it strikes me that um, there are three things that we need to do. We need to take a critical look at our brand, and I don't mean logo. I mean brand. Um, you know, what do? Who are we? Um, uh, what do people understand of us, and why? And on that basis, create a brand that people that, that people do understand. And it's you know, what what experience should people have of us so that they become they join the movement? That's basically what we need to do. Secondly. I do think we need to take a cold, hard look at our economic philosophy. Really, do do we have one? Do we have a so, you know an economic, social sort of philosophy? What 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 is it, and 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 where does it where does it? Um, how do we articulate it, and who to? Because um, I'm not so sure we do. Um, I think just coming out with statements like "doing good is good business" is kind of you know what. Um, and I think we also need to reach out to the economists that don't agree with us or just don't know about us and invite them into a dialogue about, you know, because everybody knows that the world is not sustainable in its current form. So what form works and how do we connect with that? Um, and I think the third thing is understanding the political context in which we're operating, which, mean, which means trying to talk those talk to those politicians who find it difficult to engage, who think that we're a bunch of tree huggers um, and... You know, I was often told, and I've experienced it, you know, those on the left love the social but hate the entrepreneur. Those on the right love the entrepreneur but hate the social. We, we need to stay in dialogue with both kinds because I think we'd learn something. You know, um, I think if you're an economist in the, in the Treasury, I, I'm not sure that you'd really understand why um, local currencies, for instance, are scalable. Um, would you really understand the, 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 why the argument around um, uh, the need for a social enterprise economy is is real. You know, what, why would you do that? So we, we do need to understand this stuff. And we also need to understand, you know, politicians who are opposed to us because they feel that we aren't proper businesses. You know, I run proper businesses. And, and so we need to kind of not just keep shouting at them, but actually, what is it that's... What are you doing? What's going to help? What, how can we work together? What makes this more transparent? What that is the language? What, what is it? And on, in that, on that basis, we start, in my view, to make make inroads. Um, if society doesn't understand us, we're fifty percent responsible for that. Thanks for listening to our Pioneers Post podcast from Addis Ababa, Ethiopia. You can find lots more coverage of the Social Enterprise World Forum on our website, pioneerspost.com. Until our next episode, goodbye. Or as the Ethiopians would say, Dena Hunu.